You're listening to the Beauty in the Network podcast, hosted by Jasmine Jones, licensed cosmetologist, bridal beauty team owner, and business coach to beauty pros and creative entrepreneurs. Tune in weekly for tips, tricks, and hacks on how to up-level your lifestyle, maximize your productivity in your business, and use the most efficient and up-to-date marketing strategies to get your business seen online without the burnout. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here's today's episode. Yay! All right, hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Beauty in the Network podcast. I am super excited today because we have another guest speaker. This speaker today, she is an amazing artist when it comes to hairstyling and makeup, when it comes to the bridal field. As you know, I love bridal. And this is Miss Melissa Dunn. Now, I cannot do justice with her introduction. So Melissa, first, I want to thank you for being here. And I just want to go ahead and give you the floor and just tell us a little bit about what it is that you do, what made you get into this field and how long you've been in the industry. Okay, so you're going to be kind of shocked. So I was in the army first, right? Then after the army, that's when I went to hair school. So anyways, I just have to, I had to preface that because I feel like people just think like I just dove into hair and makeup and it didn't work out like that. Yeah. But no. So I've had my license for about eight years and I started actively using it like two years ago. Like I got it and then I was like, I don't know, like I was down in DC and I was assisting in a salon down there. And the lifestyle there is very fast for me because I'm from Kansas originally. So I was like, what is happening here? This is crazy. (laughs) So I kind of took a break from hair and makeup. And then two years ago, my husband made me start my business. Like he gave me the kick in the butt that I needed. And I should have listened to him a long, long time ago because I didn't know um, how quickly you could grow. And I just, I don't know what I was so afraid of, I guess. Anyway, so any I've loved hair and makeup my entire life. And it just took me until like my 30s to really do it because I'm 34 now. So I feel like I'm late in the game, but I think that gives like a good example for other stylists that it doesn't matter your age or when you start and how you start. It's just like going after it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's amazing too. Cause I know for me, so I just turned uh, 27 last, no, not last month in October. Yeah. But like, even for me, I feel like we all think that we're like late in the game or that we need to like catch up or hurry yes. up and get, get to some finish line. That's really like, it's always, you know, pushing back as you evolve in life. So like- I agree. Yes, so, totally. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. And that's amazing. Thank you so much for your service. I, I know. Like what Private Benjamin. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I have not. Girl, girl, <laughs> when you get a chance, watch it. It has Goldie Hawn in it. It's very old, but that was me. Like that is me in a nutshell. Like I should not have been in the army. Oh like, my gosh. Nobody is safe. Okay. <laughs> 
I will have to check that out for sure. But that is amazing. So um, I'm going to ask you a question that I did not have on the list of questions that I was going to say. So I love that you were just kind of saying like your husband was the one that really kind of like gave you a push to really start your business. And you said that you didn't really realize how fast and quickly that your business could grow. So um, over here on my podcast, I love to talk a lot about, you know, marketing, um, you know, mindset and lifestyle. So once you actually started to really take your business um, a little bit more seriously and um, the push from your husband really helped you, what were, what was the number one thing that you realized worked for you when it came to actually like building a name for yourself and actually starting to get clients? Okay. So let me tell you, I did not. So I lit, he put this, I have a room in my house, right. That we turned into a studio he everything is like what's what's the right word hodgepodge modgepodge like it's literally yeah. just stuff thrown in here that was like used or or whatever mm-hmm. literally he was like melissa you've got to start taking clients okay like you need to do this you're meant to do this and so finally i literally went on my facebook page i started my facebook business page and then i put out like this little advertising thing <laughs> And like, looking back at it, I feel like it's so like cheesy, but it worked because I, I had a client the next day. Do you know, like, um, the marketplace on Facebook? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So that was like my first place where I started kind of throwing things out there to get a feeler, even though I was like, oh my God, am I going to get like a serial killer like coming up in my house? You know, but I, the next day someone responded to my little Facebook advertising thing. And I had a girl in my chair and I was like this (laughs) shaking because it had been so long. Like I hadn't been with a client, like I hadn't done it alone in so long. I just, it was really scary, but it went so good. And she loved everything that I did that I just like started soaring. Like that worked for me using the marketplace at first. And then I joined every wedding group I could find in North Carolina because that's where we're stationed at right now so then I started like posting pictures of all my work and I I think it at first I know it probably could have been annoying to people to see my work constantly um, pop up on their feeds or probably like god why is she doing this Mm -hmm. but you have to do that like or else people don't know you exist like you're an independent stylist like nobody knows that I'm here yeah. So that was the first thing I did. And then Facebook took off for me first before Instagram, because Instagram was, since I'm a bit older, that was a little bit harder for me, mm-hmm. like getting into this like Instagram world. I was like, I can only do one platform at a time. Like I need to master it and then master it, you know? Absolutely. So, but yeah, that's, that's what I knew worked was like letting people see my images, posting them consistently to these groups letting them know I'm a stylist. Do you have a wedding coming up? I'm here. And then people met me and they're like, oh my God, she's so nice and funny. And like, I'm so awkward, but like funny, awkward, you know? (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, so that worked. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you shared that. And that's, I feel like that's like a similar route that a lot of people take when they're first, like, you know, trying to like get the momentum going for their business. And one thing that you said, you know, like you started to consistently post and you were like thinking like, oh, well, hopefully they don't get annoyed. But what you said is so true. Like if you are not willing to be the hype man for your business, no one is going to know. Nice. Right. So yes, girl. That is so true. So that is, it so is awesome. honestly, cause if you're not going to do it, nobody is going to do it for you. So you true. know? Oh yeah. So and like, you have to like, who cares what anybody thinks? Like, I just have learned that maybe it's like that I'm getting older and older. I'm like, I don't care. Like whatever. Right. So my husband would tell me that too. And then I just like, it's just like my name just like is everywhere now in our area. So it's really cool. I love it. I feel like, what? Like, you guys know who I am? <laughs> what? That's awesome. For like the wedding world. Yeah, that's but amazing. Cool. So I, I love that story. And my second question going in, or really my third question is, so with the state of the world right now being in this, you know, crazy pandemic and the world of weddings, um, since you said that you really started um, to start take your business a little bit serious for like these last two years um compared to um the year before and this year that we're in right now has the pandemic put any kind of um barriers or blocks on your business and if it has have you taken any kind of creative virtual or online ways to yes. income gaps so that will like segue us into instagram so when the pandemic hit and like you and like many, we lost thousands of dollars because I had all those weddings booked. It was devastating for everyone, which I knew that I was at first I was like, woe is me. You know, I was like, <laughs> you know, just like crying and just being so dramatic. And then it clicked like, I'm just not a person that can sit. Like I've never been like that, hence the army. Like I'm always doing a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. So I started um, doing tutorials on Instagram. I bought all these mannequin heads. And I think when the pandemic hit, I was at like 2K on Instagram. And now I'm at 15K since the pandemic because I put everything into my Instagram because I was like, I have to use this time fruitfully and I wanna grow. And so I had all the time in the world. I didn't have weddings keeping me from doing these to be more, um, interactive with my audience. So I started, it started clicking like, oh, stylists like this. Mm -hmm. They like seeing tutorials. All of a sudden I started getting all these views and hits and I was like, oh, okay. So I, that worked for me. And I, and honestly, I started posting those tutorials every day and like, it just started climbing. I was like, what's happening? I was like, why is this? It was crazy. Yeah. But I'm like really grateful because it's just opening doors now. Absolutely. So pandemic is sad, but yet it's been such like a humbling learning experience. Absolutely. And I love that. And so basically you got thousands upon thousands Girl. of followers just Girl. in the pandemic, just from posting, you know, what it is that you love to do. So yes. with the creative um, ways to fill those income gaps without having to have a physical client in your chair, what were some creative things that you found work for you? Updo classes. I started doing virtual updo classes 
And I, I didn't know if people would be interested in that. And like they are. So I was like, oh, okay. So then I started charging stylists, not a lot, because obviously we weren't making any money. So it's not very fair to be like charging outrageous prices. But I did start charging for one-on-one where they could actually, you know, my tutorials are so fast. Mm-hmm. And then they get that time with me to actually learn everything I'm doing from like hair prep, you know, cause there's so much that goes into it than that one minute reel. That's like right? <laughs> <laughs> insane. But yeah, I use that as my, and I started making money and I was like, Whoa, this is okay. 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 <laughs> right. And isn't that just like so perfect how, when we have a situation where we're like, Oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Yes. And then you start to see all of the possible opportunities. And then you're like, okay, well, this might can turn into something that's a regular part of my business. Right now. It's like, this is what I want to do. It's funny. Like I love the wedding world, but like, I really I would have never thought I liked teaching until this happened. Never in a hundred years. I never had the time. I've never done it. And so when I did my first, I think I had a stylist that's like runs a huge Facebook group. She reached out to me to do a live for her Facebook group, which kind of transitioned into my Instagram. And I was like a nervous wreck because I'd never done that yet. You know, and I was like, I'm not a teacher, but now I live for it because I feel like we don't learn updos in hair school. Like they, they might've taught us like your basic French twist, mm-hmm. but like you don't learn that. Like if that's something you practice. You don't just like, I was horrible at updos. So anyways, I didn't know that was like a need. Oh yeah. And I'm oh, sorry. Oh no, I was going to say it's definitely a need. Cause I know for me, when I got out of cosmetology school, I originally was going to open a uh, studio suite for like cuts, colors, and highlights. Cause yeah. I had a full clientele in cosmetology school. And then when I got out is when I was like, I'm going to do bridal. And I literally only knew how to do like mascara and chapstick. So I was like, I need to learn from what's going on yes. because said like in school like we learn like the dated you know like 80 dated you know old prom you know Shirley Temple curls so dated honey have definitely changed (laughs) dated I was like nobody does a prom curl like not brushed out like stop like we can't be learning this oh my gosh well that is amazing so my second question for you or my uh, fourth question for you is so I know you already talked about how social media is a huge part for you to help attract like new clients when it comes to either like styling or helping with stylists or with your clients so what part of social media really helped you do you think that it is just being consistent in your lives or your stories or your feeds or what have you found personal success with consistency in my posting um i transferred my or i changed my instagram over to a business instagram because at first i just had a regular one like i didn't know that you could switch it over and then you could track your insights to see when your followers are on and so now i literally check it daily and if it says that there's going to be more on at noon, then I'll post at noon, you know, and then I get like, and then sometimes that's not right. Some days I'll get like, I'll think that I did the most amazing updo and I won't get as many likes. And I'm like, what? (laughs) It just cracks me up. Like it's, 
Instagram is a funny, interesting place. It's changing so much that I'm like, how in the world? It really is. And insights, those insights are there to help you. I Girl. have not taken advantage of my insights for like the first two years of having an Instagram profile. And then I was like, what are these numbers? And then I was like, oh, okay. I can find out some very useful information. Yes. And it so, helps so yes. much, okay. truly. Oh yeah. So, and I post daily, I post once a day. I'm, and you know, I use my stories as like behind the scenes and then now reels, those are coming into play. It's taking full advantage of that because it's new and it's like TikTok ish, I guess, but that is a way to grab new people, you know? So I'm learning like post, let people see what's happening in your real life on your stories. And then your reels, you know, you're, is being clever. (laughs) Absolutely. And what I really love about social media too, is social media is a way for people to really build that connection with you. Just like you said, like showing, you know, behind the scenes of everyday life, people are getting to know more about your personal brand, what it is that you love, right? What makes you happy. And when it comes to like your feed and like reels and other types of content, you know, showing up consistently is telling people like, hey, you can depend on me to show up. I am a real business owner. I take yes. my business seriously. Yes. And when people start to see you operate in that way, then they just gain a new level of respect for you, your business. And it's just all around a win-win. So I absolutely love that. I agree. I just, I, t- I love that you said that because I totally agree. And I, I get a lot of questions now from other stylists and I'll go look at their Instagram account. And one thing I, I've learned that I had to stop doing was that to not post personal photos on your business page. Mm-hmm. You know, here and there you can post your 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 business professional photos. That's different. But like I wouldn't, I love my three-year-old, but I wouldn't just randomly put my three-year-old on there. Do you know that it kind of is confusing and I think that is more meant for a story or more does that make sense that makes a ton of sense and I literally went on a mini Instagram rant (laughs) about this last week because I don't know if you know but I have um, a small bridal team we have like a team of 16 right now and yeah was going through new applicants and checking out their profile and a couple of the things that I see that people are doing wrong is one they have a private page (laughs) that's going to be hard for you to get booked out when your page is private also I saw so many like breakfast photos or like they're out in the club with their outfit on or whatever it's very confusing It really is. And from a employer standpoint and from a client standpoint, if I'm coming to your page and I don't know if you're, you know, promoting like breakfast meals or outfits, or if you do hair, like I can't tell. And I'm not going to scroll down your post to see like, oh, okay, there's an updo. Okay. I guess she does hair, you know, like. Exactly. And I, I didn't know that either. Like I was one of those people. So that's, what's funny about it is that I was one of those that I did that. Like, I was like, here's what I'm eating today. And then here I am in the gym and then here's an updo. It's like, what? It's very confusing. So once that clicked, I was like, oh, okay. This stuff doesn't belong here. I'll make another Instagram for my family life, you know, or just my fun Instagram. 
and leave all that for there. And then my business Instagram leaves the right things and it will make a difference in your growth and you're right. Like people seeing your consistency. Oh yeah. So, and yeah, it's just funny that you say that. Cause it's very, Oh my gosh. I literally went on a rant and people were laughing at me. I'm like, am I, am I crazy or no, <laughs> you're so me? right. But that is perfect. And for my last question for you yes. before I wrap up and let people know where they can find you. So we talked a lot about social media tips for, um, you know, just helping you build that credibility, credibility as a stylist, um, some things that work for you when it comes to marketing, where to promote your services. If you have any advice that you would like to share with any new artists when it comes to perfecting their craft, you know, I don't know if you're anything like me. I'm a perfectionist and I want to do something once and just be a wizard, but I know that that's not how things go. I totally so, agree. Yeah, so if you have any um, helpful advice when it comes to um, perfecting your style or perfecting like a makeup technique, what would your tips be on that? You know, I say this to my friends all the time that are in the same industry as me. And they're always like, I don't have time for this or that or you have to make the time to practice. Like I didn't just become great at updos. Like that, my updos were horrendous, let's be honest. And I think that's important, like that there's always growth and that's okay, but don't give up. It's not, it's never overnight. And truly like just making the time to practice and, and to not compare yourself to other stylists. That's something that I I catch myself doing. Like, I'm like, oh, that's so ugly or this looks horrible. And that's just not, that's just negativity. And we don't need to be doing, we need to build ourselves up. Yeah. So I would say definitely practicing being positive and knowing that it doesn't come overnight. And you do have to post every day. You don't just do it for a week and then fall off the, the world. Yeah. That's something that I think with social media, I'm like, oh my gosh, keep posting, keep doing it. It will come, you know, in time it will come. So anyways, but that's it. Well, I love those tips. I will make sure to map out those tips in the show notes for anybody that wants a quick little recap. But Melissa, thank you so much for yes. taking the time out thank of- you today to connect with us. If there's anyone that wants to come and binge watch all of your hair tutorials or makeup tutorials, can you tell them where they can find you online and how they can connect with you? Yes. So I post all of my Instagram tutorials on Instagram at bridal beauty done by Melissa. And yeah, that's it. i literally I'm like an Instagram I feel like a child because I love it so much now aren't you like that <laughs> right I mean at, at a certain point you have to start enjoying what you do because it's a part of your business right yeah and if you are using Instagram for your business and you hate it that means like you hate promoting your business right so I, I feel like you have to have like you know like some kind of like <laughs> you know yes in there but yeah that is perfect well I will make sure to leave your Instagram details yes do along with um any kind of links for any of your uh one-on-one -on -one tutorial classes that you mentioned but thank you again for yes. being here thank you you're so welcome